Hello, good morning, welcome back to a brand new season of The Daily Podcast. Here at The Daily, it is our goal for us to begin every morning with centering our hearts, our minds, Christ Jesus and His words. A time where our attentions and our affections are pulled in many directions through whatever is popular in culture, through whatever we expose ourselves to, either by media or advertising, it's important for us to be centered in God's scripture such that we may remain faithful to Him. And so this is The Daily. We are beginning a brand new season of a series of podcasts where we would explore the Word of God together and center our hearts and minds in Christ and abide in His presence as we begin each morning. And so sit back, get ready, let us begin the podcast. I'd like to start off this morning by reading a passage of scripture from Psalm 131 and uh, the heading of this psalm in my Bible is this beautiful heading. It's simple trust in the Lord. And so Psalm 131, the psalm of David, starting in verse 1. Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor my eyes lofty. Neither do I concern myself with great matters, nor with things too profound for me. Surely I have calmed and quieted my soul. Like a weaned child with his mother, like a weaned child is my soul within me. O Israel, hope in the Lord from this time forth and forever. This is the word of the Lord. Now, you're a business owner affected by previous or new pandemic measures. You're trying your best to keep things together, but you are uncertain for how long more you can go on with the business retaining your staff with just keeping yourself afloat or you've just lost your job or received a pay cut or have been told that the increment or promotion that was surely coming your way has now been put off indefinitely due to current economic conditions or you're engaged and instead of walking down the aisle of your idyllic venue of choice with hundreds of family and friends. Your wedding is looking to involve Zoom and maybe some matching masks. Or you're part of a church, which is by definition a gathering of people, but you have no idea how long it will be until you can come back together again for worship without any limitations. Now this feeling of grief, confusion, fear, for not knowing what the future holds and being anxious about it is uncertainty. Uncertainty almost feels like it's in the air that we breathe. Every time we make a plan, we do so with fear and trepidation because we have no idea what the future holds. Uncertainty sometimes feels like the presence of fear and unnamed dread a foreboding sense of impending doom. And rightly so, over a year into the pandemic, now over a year in, the future is still up in the air. There's just so much that we don't know. 
we don't know what percentage of the people in the community are asymptomatic. We don't know if the virus would fizzle out, mutate, or keep raging on like a fire. We don't know the long-term efficacy and efficiency of a vaccine, and if there's any long-term side effects. We don't know if we'll see a new wave, a new variant emerge globally. We don't know if this is going to last months or possibly even years. Life feels oh so uncertain. But what if this period of uncertainty is actually tutoring us in God? What if this period of uncertainty is actually the best thing, one of the best things to happen to our spiritual formation in our lifetimes? What if uncertainty is teaching us how to trust, how to have faith when it truly comes? And this is where I believe Psalm 131 speaks to. Psalm 131, uh, many would note that it was probably written when David was on the run from Saul. And if you're familiar with the story of the Bible, David had been anointed king, but there was this transition period before he actually stepped into his destiny. Saul, the king that David would succeed, would put David on the run. He hunted David. He was after David's life. And so David was on the run. He was hiding in caves. And at one point, he even had to feign insanity. And so this is David at a point in his life where he had the promise of God. He was anointed to be king. And yet, he was on the run. He was fearful and, you know, even humiliated. Like, what kind of man or how would it feel like? to have to feign insanity in order to preserve your life. So David was in this place, we can imagine, of despair, of despondency, of confusion, of uncertainty. And he pens this psalm, Psalm 131, with this declaration, Lord, my heart is not haughty, nor my eyes lofty. Neither do I concern myself with great matters, nor with things too profound for me. Charles Spurgeon, the Prince of Preachers, once notes that this psalm is one of the shortest psalms to read, but one of the longest to learn. It speaks of a young child, but it contains the experience of a man in Christ. And what Spurgeon is getting at is this, that maturity in Christ looks like a deeper trust, a greater reliance, rather than independence. Many of us associate maturity with this, with the ideas of independence, of not needing anyone, not needing anything, being self-sufficient. But in Christ, in our faith, maturity looks like a greater dependency. And that's where we get this image of a weaned child with his mother. A weaned child is my soul within me. And it's really a beautiful picture because a child that is not yet weaned of milk embraces his mother more often than not with the thought of food and immediate satisfaction. But a weaned child embraces his mother out of a desire for love, for closeness, for companionship. It's not so much about what he or she could get out of the mother, but it's out of love the desire for intimacy, and such was David's desire to draw near to God. God, I'm like a wean child before you. I desire to be close to you, even in my confusion, even in my lack of understanding. Lord, I so long for you. And then he concludes the psalm with this profession of hope. O Israel, 
hope in the Lord from this time forth and forever. And now I believe the invitation of scripture or through scripture this morning is this, that in the face of all that is going on in the world, in the face of all that concerns us, in the face of all that seeks to drive fear into the depths of our heart, we are to come to God, not purely out of a desire for Him to fix things, but out of a pure desire for Him. And I just think about the words of Jesus in Matthew 6, where He calls for His disciples, for all of us, to not worry. It sounds simpler than it actually is, right? He says, do not worry. And then He goes on to say that, your heavenly Father knows what you need. Your Father sees and He knows. He knows what you need. Now, don't get me wrong. There is a definite place for intercession in our lives. In the face of circumstance of need, we are to petition God in prayer. But there is also a kind of faithful trust that we are to exhibit as children of God. We are to just simply come to the Father without the need to clue Him in on all that is wrong with us and with our world. But we are to simply come into His embrace like a weaned child longing for closeness. At the same time, that very act exhibits a kind of trust that our Father holds all things together, that our Father holds us together. And that we can trust that even as we lean in and in the mercy of Him, He is certainly at work as we rest in Him. That is the invitation of Scripture to come to, as David did, a calm and a quiet, as Jesus did, sleeping in the midst of a storm. That is what is available for all who follow Christ, for all who are sons and daughters of the Father, a peace that transcends all human understanding. I do not concern myself with great matters, nor things too profound for me, for I have a Father who holds all things together. I can trust. And so this morning, let us begin this day with putting our trust on He who is our Father. I invite you right now, wherever you're at, to just take a pause. If you can, take a seat. And as you sit, put your feet flat on the ground and feel the stability of the floor that your feet is upon. And consider that that pales in comparison to the stability of God's love toward you. And now we'll begin to take a deep breath in. As you breathe in, Take note to breathe in God's love, His peace, His grace, His very presence. And I'll take a deep breath out. And as you do so, take care to breathe out all that is weighing you down, your concerns, your anxiousness, all that you have to do for today. Though it is right and it's important to think about these things, choose to set aside this moment as a sacred space and time to just sit on your father's lap to be like a wind child moving in close for comfort for intimacy so let's spend a few moments this morning being conscious and present even in our breathing 
being conscious and present before the Father, choosing to put aside all that distracts us in order that we may just sit with Him. So let's spend a few moments this morning doing so. Awesome. I hope that you experience God's peace and presence even as you made a conscious effort to be present before Him. Let me pray for you as you begin your day. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your heart that's toward us, that as your sons and daughters, we are assured in you. God, help us to feel the stability, the sureness of your love toward us as we live through the rest of our day. We thank you for your presence. In your name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to episode one, season two of The Daily. We have more episodes for you coming out the rest of the week. Grace and peace. God bless.